This is episode two. Welcome back. John is not here because he has COVID, so that's great. But I am joined by my brothers, Bryce and Burke, who are calling in from all across the country. This is the second episode, and it's obviously a little different than the first episode and probably will be different from all the rest. But, you know, we're in a pandemic and my whole family has it except me. So that's great. And so I've been quarantining myself, but I figured we got to, you know, we got to give the fans what they want, which is an episode two, apparently, because when we thought last week that we were going to have two listeners, maybe four, if we thought we were lucky, we had 160 listeners. So thank you all at home, our loyal fans. We love you. I'm speaking for my dad because he's incapacitated with COVID. He's not really that bad, but he just can't really speak. Um, But I figured we would grace everyone's ears with uh, Tweedledee and Tweedledum on the phone here. This one. Good one. Thanks. Okay, so uh, where are you guys? Tell everyone where you are. I am sitting in my room in New Orleans, Louisiana. And I just ate a brownie Sunday. Nice. Um, I'm sitting in my apartment in downtown Los Angeles. Who is apartment? How fancy. Well, I'm not in my room. I'm actually in my kitchen right now, so... Right, but it's a dorm. Fancy. You're in a dorm. Sure. You could call it that. I mean, is this a dorm? Off campus, though. So you're in an off campus dorm? Yeah. It's called an apartment building, <laughs> but sure, if you okay. want to be that. Bouncing coming mute in? Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll cut his feed. Um, so, yeah, my the house right now is a shit show. Both. Mom and dad have coronavirus. They've had it for about a week. I have been isolating myself because I do not want to get it. I've tested every day and I've tested negative. So being safe. You're uh, both different. I'm being responsible. So they, they're both have been in bed for a week. I have been having to tend to their every need, which has been super fun. I don't leave the like the TV room. I I spend all day in there, except when they ask me to go get them medicine. I have to go make them food, order in food, bring it to them. Uh, so that's great. And that's why John is not here. But they are okay. They are both fine. They're both up and about. They just are comp- staying in their room because I don't want to get it. And they don't want to give it to anyone else. Uh, the big news this week is the election, obviously. I was trying to think of something else to say, and I couldn't get something in time. So that was a, you know, that could have been a good joke, but I couldn't think of it. Are you really about to start this with the election? Well, Just I want to see what you both have to say about it. Because I can, I was going to talk with dad about it, but since he's not here, and everyone probably already knows exactly what he would say anyways, and I was there to get his reaction every step of the way, uh, which was really funny, but I want to hear your guys' reaction. Eric, you can go. Um, sure, I'll, I'll start. Uh, basically, I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I was just eating some chicken. That's um, good. Okay, I'll go. 
on Tuesday, I threw a viewing party for all like three or four Republicans in my building. And we obviously didn't find out to then, but it was looking good until the end. So I think it's just a little sketchy with all the voting fraud, but I don't really want to get into it because it's a whole another story. So I'll let, I'll let Bryce go first. Um, I mean, there's not much to talk about because of all the ridiculous things going on on both ends and just how backwards and corrupt and fake it's all becoming. Uh, with voter fraud on both sides and count the ballots, don't count the ballots and all but that is stuff. is there voter fraud? Where is the voter fraud is my question. Not that I'm saying that didn't I'm, happen, but I... I mean, they've, they've been finding ballots on both sides, supposedly, of people who've been dead since the 90s. Where? I haven't seen 80s. a single one of those. Yeah, you can look this up. I'll look it I've up. I've heard of it. You look it up on where? A Russian, uh, a Russian plant site? Yes, and, and in Arizona, the Russian, the Russian sites. In Arizona with the Sharpies, how they were like getting Sharpies, the Sharpies, the Sharpies, the Sharpies were fake, I believe. Yeah, there's so much fake shit. That's the problem. Dad, on Saturday, yeah. on Saturday when it was announced that Biden won, well, first of all, right Tuesday night when we were watching it, um, as we were going to bed, he was like, oh, Trump's got it in the bag. This is great. Wednesday morning, he's like, oh, they, it's a complete steal. They completely scammed everything. It's all fake. And Trump is the president and he's going to win no matter what, even if Biden wins. And I was like, what do you mean by that? That makes no sense. I mean, it, it doesn't matter because no matter who won, it was always going to go to the courts, just like how it's going to go to the courts now. Right, and because I Trump said that, that he was going to do it what? no matter what. Because Trump was saying what? that he was going to do that no matter what. Yeah, I mean, I think both sides probably would have. The thing that I hate the most, I don't care who won or lost because they're both pretty horrible candidates. But the thing that I hate the most is that uh, the left has been complaining about like COVID shutdowns and how the right is doesn't wear masks and wants to go to bars and be in public and all that surrounded by other people and how what and not where how the right is spreading coronavirus, but yet once Biden got elected, the next day everyone was out celebrating. Oh yeah, parties thousands the and thousands and thousands of people as if COVID never happened. So I just don't like how, and this is on both sides. Uh, neither side sticks by what they say. They just pick and choose points and when they are applicable. And it's just this backwards bullshit. And it's just, I'm just sick of it. So I hate how people at school are so political because politics shouldn't run our lives, especially as 21, 22 year old kids in college. We have better things to focus on. And especially post-election, when we don't even need to think about these things for a little while, people are still going on and on and ranting and telling me this is the way to do it. This isn't the way to do it. And it's just enough's enough. People need to keep their opinions to themselves. You know, that's what pisses me off. I don't care if Trump wins or Trump loses, or Biden wins or Biden loses. That's what angers me. 
also people acting like Biden is this savior when in reality well, Biden, Biden's a Republican. What? They, they literally the the Democrats elect. I agree with everything you just said. By the way, yes, so do I. Um, <laughs> Biden they the they elected a Republican. He's so like not a Democrat. Nowadays, he like it kind of is because he has to be to win. But anyways, I, f- I feel like we. I mean, yeah, but that goes to the whole point of look at Trump in the nineties. His, I mean, he wasn't a politician, but his political viewpoints in the nineties were almost democratic, and now he's a staunch Republican. Politicians just flip their viewpoints to whatever will win them the most votes, yeah. and it's just what's the point of having politicians at that point? Right. Well, he's just no, a puppet as of now. Biden. They all, they all yeah, are just puppets I've, for the real people in power. Yeah, but I, th- I think politicians is are gonna, not the real power people. It's not him. That's the issue. It's, it's his VP. She's a little, she's a little extreme. On my end. I mean, she also just goes against the whole thing that they've been fighting for with racial equality and how uh, cops are bad and they lock up people based off of their race and not what they actually did and she has been known for uh locking up black people and minorities in california and keeping them, and locked, keeping them up. locked up for yeah. weed for weed charges they get seven years with no intent to deal and it's just the exact opposite of everything that they've been fighting for these past few months but yet now you have all these people parading the streets saying and I agree that's amazing that they have the first woman in the White House. That's great. But they're acting like she's, like I said, this savior and this amazing person when six years ago they were saying how she's a horrible person and how what she's doing is unjust to black people in America. So, again, it's just backwards, and I don't understand how A, politicians flip flop so quickly, and B, how people just... Like I said, pick and choose what they agree with and just ignore the rest completely. Yeah, what I want to say was I agree with everything you're saying. And even though I voted for Trump and I didn't want Biden in office, I think it's good for the country as of now just because it would at least bring it. It's the closest chance of like people coming together, less rioting, less just like all those big issues. But going off what you said, one part that kind of triggers me is that it's over you even look at the look at the right and they're pissed or they might be rallying but like nothing's happening however still on like social media i see in portland right now there's still like graffiti and like not as bad as riots but there's still like shit going down because they're celebrating biden's win and they're like fuck trump but they got they already got it so i don't know why they keep pushing it and pushing it yeah, but Portland is its own breed. That city is its also, own kind of animal. But should we give like a disclaimer? Say if you get annoyed or upset by anything we say, we don't really care that much. Sure, you can say that. You just said it. There you go. There's a disclaimer. But also, all of us are kids. We're not the most educated, so if you're listening and we say something that is not 110 percent correct relax because you're not that smart either yeah and i would say you know it doesn't really matter because there's only five people listening but you know we are a huge podcast 
on mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts. I <laughs> I found out today that this show is the hundred and third. No, it started at hundred third. Now it's hundred and seven. The hundred and seventh podcast on the charts of podcasts in South Africa. So thank you to our South African fans. I don't know how that happened. I don't know a single person who is from or lives in South me. Africa. But, no, it's probably because there's only 106 podcasts in South Africa. Yeah, that's probably it. We literally charted. We're on the charts in South Africa. So thank yeah, you. I to don't know. Our, our I don't know where there. my followers were, but once I put the podcast on my Instagram, I'd I'd take majority of those oh, listeners because yeah, you're in. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thanks for for that influencer. Of course, wanted you guys to know. So. Right, let's let's change from politics. Yeah, I'm now I'm angry. And this isn't this isn't a politics show. This, this show is about this show is about dad, really. So I think we should talk <laughs> yeah. about dad. I think it'll be interesting. The three of us, his sons, talking about him when he's not here, even though we know he'll listen. Um, I think we should talk about him because, after all, this is called daddy issues, or as dad keeps this calling is, it, daddy issues. This isn't going to end well. <laughs> Well, we don't need to shit on him. We don't. Why would we want to shit on him? We could just talk about him. No, Burke. No, Burke's going to talk only good things so that Dad gets some extra money. <laughs> so he gets a new pair of uh, gray gooses or golden gooses, whatever the fuck they're yeah, called. Exactly. You're, you're the one home right now. You got your little Tiffany bracelet. I did. You got a Tiffany bracelet? Yeah, it's not like a Tiffany bracelet. It's like a you're leather a bracelet. Yeah, I'm, I'm like I'm like eating McDonald's. <laughs> like a three. Oh yeah, burger. you're yeah you're slumming your downtown apartment in North, in uh, Los Angeles. I thought it was a dorm. What was, what was up with that? <laughs> well, I get a pick and choose. Like the left side, I get a pick and choose. Well, so yeah, I think we should talk about dad. Um, I guess first I should ask both of you what because like dad and I last episode described each other. I feel like it'll be interesting for you both to kind of describe dad and what, like how you view him and what you think about him. Negative and positive, or I should say positive and negative. <laughs> uh, yeah, Burke, I'll let you go first on that one too. Oh, you dick. Um, well, I listened to the podcast. A lot of things he said is very accurate, but I think he just got probably the strongest personality I know. The first minute you meet him, it's either you love him or you hate him. Or if you can't, like, handle that personality, that's why you won't like him. But um, I think he just speaks whatever is on his mind, which I think is a good quality. And then, which, which is also good, is he's got mom to buffer him. Whenever he says something too much, she'll kick him under the table. And then he'll uh, say, no, stop kicking me under the table. Yeah, which defeats the whole purpose. And then she gets more mad and gives him the look. And then he comments on her look. But, um, yeah, I'll let Brace go and then maybe I'll add after. Um, he's very loud and vocal. And I think everyone uh, who knows him would agree to that. And he's very strong-minded. And I think that was evident on last episode just the way he talks yeah but he's gotten better don't like, you think he used to be so much more i mean i don't think that's a bad thing no i mean i'm saying it in a good way i'm saying he used to be really black and white and his way was the only way and if you disagreed with him you were just completely wrong and i think he's gotten a lot more like accepting of 
other ideas and listening to other people and thinking about what he's going to say before he says it. What do you think? Yeah. Um, I think he used to not be as accept- not accepting because that sounds like he doesn't accept people. I just mean like not as like it was his way or the highway. Now he's very different. But I think that's also just like people and the time period we're in, like people realize that they need to like think about people. I, I shouldn't say more sympathetic. But like people, I guess, have become more sympathetic for the way other people think and act and stuff because that's just like the culture that we've kind of created lately. But I think that's made a, done a good job at. Uh, like using his loud voice and his, I guess, being obnoxious, but to the best manner. Like how he always would come to our games and like scream, and everyone would be like, wow, he's the most obnoxious person in the world. But it's amazing because he's cheering on for my side and not for the other team. So, like, if you're against him, I could see being very irritated. And that's why I would not want to be a lawyer fighting against that because that would suck. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Kind of rambles for a sec. So the show is called Daddy Issues. Obviously, Dad and I, the plan is to talk about our, I mean, I don't know how many issues we have together, but I, I think it'd be interesting if you guys talked about any issues you have with that or like problems you've had in the past. I know both of you have, so I could bring them up too. But... Like we've we all were raised kind not raised differently. We all have a different relationship with dad because of who we are as a people and like how we were like teenagers and how we were kids. Don't you think? Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, I agree. Why don't you tell us, Bronson, things that you think he's had? We've had issues with him, each of us, and then we can go over that. Well. The first thing that comes to my mind is Burke and alcohol and dad and alcohol. Disclaimer, Burke does not drink. He's 19. No, he doesn't drink, but hypothetically, if he were to drink, dad doesn't (laughs) like that at all. Maybe maybe we should go on the next topic. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, mean, I'll I'll say for me, because Bronson, you were an absolute nerd in high school. And you never went to any parties, and I guess not much has changed. You would read books instead. Yeah, but I would what? Me, I would read books. You said. Yeah, you'd open up a nice Stephen King on a Friday night. Yeah, that sounds awesome. <laughs> Fall asleep at seven thirty. You're such a nerd. But I would say for me, Dad, I would say Dad's biggest flaw when it comes to us is how oblivious he is. And I know I'm going to get vexed for this when he hears this tomorrow. But that is the most... Yeah, you, you fucked up, right? <laughs> Dad just doesn't know what actual children are like in modern times, I guess. Like, he compares it to how it was when he grew up. And it's not like any of us ever did anything bad. No, we, we were all, also, all three of us were good kids, but we gave yeah, him problems in us, like He always trusted us and knew we would do what was right and what was best but like he always figured if I was a senior in high school and I was going to downtown Fort Lauderdale 
bar crawling with a bunch of friends, he always just like, um, like, I know he won't drink because I raised him not to drink. And like, yeah, I guess, but I think he knows now that obviously that wasn't the case. So, but, so our dad, I don't know if we talked about this last episode, and for those who know him in real life, know this about him, but apparently all our South African fans don't know him in real life so so they wouldn't notice about him john our dad does not drink he is against alcohol he has never gotten drunk really that i've known of. like i've never seen him drunk i've never seen him i don't know there was that there was that one time where him and he was, mom, like, he had was a, really girly drinks yeah he had, and he was dad was like, oh i'm buzzed <laughs> Like, and and like, that's still a joke, and he gets mad every time. After you know, like man. one, after like one sex on the beach or whatever it's called, yeah, or like a mai tai. But those rock. Yeah. those are great fucking drinks. But why? So <laughs> dad doesn't drink. He's against thing. it. Why? Why do you think that is? Okay, there's a big conspiracy theory that I always think of, and it's that I, I know. I know exactly what you're gonna say. What the John S. Bloom conspiracy? Uh, oh no! This is a Can good one. Get into no? the John S. Bloom. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so every couple, I'd say like every year or two. But wait, you got to go back before. You got to go back before. Our dad doesn't have a middle name. He's always just John uh, yeah. Jonathan Bloom. He when we've asked him growing up, he doesn't have a middle name. We've never known him as a middle name. He tells whenever, us he doesn't have one. Whenever somebody asks why he doesn't have one, he always says his parents couldn't afford one. He thinks that's the funniest dad joke of all time. Yeah, hilarious. But uh so every year or two we'll get like a piece of mail that'll just be that'll just say John S. Bloom. Nobody knows what the S stands for. He always denies whatever it is. But what we think is that dad used to have like an alter ego where he had a middle name. Straight Savage, John S. Bloom. Maybe that's what the S is for, John Savage Bloom. Bloom Yeah, I have a friend named John Savage, actually. Shout out to John Savage. But um, we think that dad used to be, I don't know if it was an alcoholic or just like an absolute legend. And then straight, maybe straight both. tank. Maybe something both. really something really bad happened one night. Nobody knows what it is. But that led to a total life change and no alcohol and the abolishment of the S in his name. And that's that's where I think that's why he doesn't like alcohol. That's my guess. But also no one in his family likes alcohol. Yeah, no one on that side of the family drinks, but then mom's side of the family makes up for it they drink for for two so oh, yeah definitely burke you were saying that you thought that you knew what bryce was going to say what did you think he was going to say well i just think because it's so rare that he doesn't drink his brother doesn't drink his sister doesn't drink his mom doesn't no one in that family does there's got to be something when they were kids or just some little incident that we don't know of but not just about him about the whole side of the family not sure what the I'm still it's investigating not, not alcohol alcoholism because Pa used to Pa drank beers so we know it's not that but Pa, Nana and Uncle Brian aren't against alcohol like Dad is they just don't partake in it Dad they're is still, against they're still it. the only people I actually know that like 
will not drink, even though dad's the only one that's against it. Yeah, besides, like, yeah, yeah. It was like Uncle Bran. Uncle Bran, like, goes out, he parties for his friend's birthday. If they all go out and take shots, like, chances are he won't, even though one shot won't affect him. He claims that he hasn't drank in, like, 20 years. Yeah. I think with dad, he's such a control freak. And, like, he loves, or not loves, he just, like, needs to be in control of every situation that I think alcohol scares him because it takes him out of that, which is why most people love alcohol. Like, most, the reason why most people love alcohol is because it removes that feeling from you. So you, like, don't care about whatever's happening and your inhibitions are lowered and you don't want control over the situation. You just want to, like, be in the moment and be around the other people and like do I mean it depends on what kind of drunk you are some people get angry and shit but I think with dad that idea scares him not in a bad way I don't know I think he like that idea is very foreign to him so he doesn't want to be a part of it I mean that makes sense like a lot of people like don't like planes or don't like roller coasters and stuff besides being motion sickness that comes from like the lack of control as opposed to like driving a car because you're not in control. Someone else is driving you to control. And that also goes into dad doesn't like when other people drive him, you know, like mom never drives the car. We never drive the car because he always has to be in control. Yeah. Yeah. That's my thoughts on why he doesn't drink. How did we even yeah, get, how did we get on the drinking? Sense. How did we get on the drinking topic? Because we were saying a problem between Burke and Dad. Yeah. Right. 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 So, <laughs> so that was Burke's problem that we that we can't talk about. What? Although there were so many others with you, Burke. One great. Just the whole. Because me, I had three years as a single child when you guys were off to college, so there were definitely plenty of perks to it. Like you guys, you were also by far not the shittiest, but you were by far the most difficult kid. Yeah, difficult is the perfect word. You weren't bad at all. You just, you gave mom and dad, you like made them work for their being, like for being parents where I, they didn't do any work. Going off of of what I was saying was if I'm the only one in the house, all their attention is on me. So when Bryce would do the same, Bryce really did the same things as me. I just got caught more. But but Bryce was so much smarter about it than you. I walked so you could run. Bryce Bryce was smart about it. Bryce was going out drinking, which this is all hypothetical because he would never drink underage. But if Bryce would go out drinking, he would sleep out. He wouldn't come home drunk and then get caught because he walked in drunk and is now loud and, and then wakes up in the morning hungover and throwing up. Like others yeah, I mean, who did that. I mean, Bert, you're, you're just an idiot. <laughs> but also, I, there were points when he wouldn't let me sleep out every time I went out because yeah, he would that's thought about it. When, no, that's because you got in trouble from previous times, and then he was like, "Ah, right, you're badly sleeping out." I don't know. One time I went out, came home. It was my first time ever clubbing. Junior year, when I came back home, brought with two friends, and I was just. I couldn't even look straight. And I thought that was upstairs. I'm eating pasta. My friend made me a bowl of pasta. And dad comes down. And comes down and he's like, look at me. And I just couldn't even look at him. And he's like, <laughs> we'll, we'll handle this tomorrow. And of course, this is the one weekend. 
when our cousins from London are in town and everyone's staying at a house in Bronson, your home, I think Bryce is home or whatever. There's 20 people there. We have a huge Sunday brunch and I'm in pain. And since then, he forced me to go, even though I was in pain because part of my punishment. And then that was in November, it was Thanksgiving weekend. And I was grounded till March 14th, my birthday. And then I went out March 14th and then got grounded again for another yeah, month. See, yeah, you're that, an idiot. That's just a perfect example of how I'm an idiot, but also perfect dad example of me being grounded from November to March. Yeah, I think Burke, that was your biggest problem was the hypothetical drinking. And I feel like Bryce, your biggest problem with dad was like lying. You would lie to him and you would get caught. No, no, I lied once. No, there were a few times where you lied. When else were I? The the only two in my head. So maybe I'm just basing it off of these two. The two in my head. That was freshman year. There was the one freshman year with the party with Ryan. What? There was the party with Ryan, right? Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah, that was freshman year. And I got in so much trouble that I decided I'm never going to do that again. Because I had to sit at home for like a month. And then wasn't there one where you went to the movies? You went to the movies with Owen Bezik. And you told dad that that Owen's dad was going to be there with you. And then, oh my god, I mean, yeah, that was sixth grade. <laughs> <laughs> that was so long ago. And then... I, I don't know because why that's every time head. every time I go out I guess you could say one's better than the other but every time I would go out on a Saturday like I would tell dad exactly where I was going he knew my plan you would always be like I'm going to Kelly Lewis's house I'm just I'm just saying at Kelly Lewis's but house isn't and that then smarter like Bryce? 4 or 5 a.m. it's like what doesn't know what doesn't or like ignorance is bliss yeah, what, yeah it was an ignorance is bliss kind of situation with him but also, like, he knew what was going on. It's not like I was hiding it from him. Like, he knew. I think I was he knew. Like, he, right, deep I'm down, he knew. No, but so the biggest thing was we were in the, I'm the, the cusp of Life360. You weren't. My high school no, I was, career. I was, I was in my high school career. Okay, first of all, fuck Life360 and whoever the CEO of Life360 is. Yeah. Life360, for those who don't know, is an app that... You download on your phone. It's like a Find My Friends, uh, but it has more features. So Literally the death of me. Dad would made both of them download it on their phones when they were in high school, and he would could track where they were at all times, and it would send him a notification whenever they arrived home or left the house, stuff like that. Well, I, re- I remember what happened. So the whole like months of ground did happen, and then... I went out and I was, and I told dad that I was going to sleep at my friend's house. And he's like, okay, you still got a curfew of midnight when you sleep at your friend's house. So this is a perfect brace example, but because I don't usually do this, but when he knew I was going out, he just thought I was sleeping there. And so we were in the club at like one 30 or one and there's no service in there. So right when we leave at around one 45, I see like seven calls from dad, 30 text messages. And then I call him right back and he's like, I'm on my way. I'm on the highway. I'm coming to pick you up at the club right now. You're grounded. <laughs> my birthday night, I was coming to stay with Bryce at Tulane for a, for my birthday oh my weekend. God, I'll tell you my side after. And I was just, I'm like, you're not picking me up. I'm with my friends. Like this is very embarrassing. I know I'm grounded. And I just came home and then 
and then Bryce Hotel would actually happen. Remind me to tell the story about when I missed curfew, because that's a really good dad story. But also, my side of this was Burke calls me at like 1.45 in the morning, and I'm just like hanging out with some friends, and I get a call from Burke, so I'm like, oh, I'll pick it up, and he's in trouble or something. Pick it up, and he's like, Bryce, dad's being crazy. You gotta help me. I'm like, what's going on? And Burke's supposed to fly out the next afternoon, right? So I'm like, yeah, what's going on? Like, what's up? And he's like, I'm out clubbing with friends for my birthday, and my curfew's midnight. And I'm like, Burke, like, it's two in the morning. And he's like, yeah, but dad said he's gonna come pick me up. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, Burke, what are you doing? He's like, dad said I can't come to Tulane. So I'm like, all right, like, let me just call dad and I'll like talk to him. I think I was a sophomore in college at the time. So I called dad. He's fuming. Like you can hear how pissed off he is on the phone. I basically am like, listen, dad, like you have to realize that he's 18 years old or 17 years old. I did the same thing. You were just as easy with me about it. He's the only kid in the house talking down. Finally, he's like, all right, like I will. Like, sounds good. Like, all right, like I'll leave him alone, whatever. Like he's still punished, but like, I'll let him have fun. Then I guess Burke, he called you again for some reason, and I'm sure you don't really have the best uh, memory about this night, but he, like, called you again, and, like, you said something that, like, pissed him off or something, and then he calls me again, and he's like, nope, he's punished. He's punished. <laughs> and then the next day... I'll hop in here. So, well, hold on, real quick. I convinced mom and dad to at least let him come to New Orleans. Because I was like, don't punish me. Like, I still want him to come. Don't punish me because he's an idiot. Like, let him have fun and you can punish him when he gets back, something like that. Okay, so I'll, I'll go. I'll finish the story. So basically, I Ubered home and I go into mom and dad's room and dad is just pissed. And I knew my ears were ringing because it was so loud in the club my ears I couldn't hear anything and dad was yelling at me and I'm like I'm sorry please let me go he's like you're not going and then finally mom wakes me up and goes I I talked to dad you're going the weekend I'm like thank god like I don't want to be in this household anymore like I've never been so serious mom drives me to the airport I'm not even like like talking or in the ride like I'm just so mad I get there she drops me off 10 minutes later, I call mom and go, mom, I think something's wrong with my ticket. And I look at it and I have two, I have two flights from New Orleans to Florida instead of one Florida to New Orleans. <laughs> and the word on my birthday, pissed at mom and dad, everything like that could have went wrong, went wrong. And at this point, she's like, oh my God. And we look for other flights and there were none for the whole weekend. And she's like, I'm coming to pick you up. It's the only solution. She's like, what do you want to do? What do you want to eat? I just wouldn't talk to her. Still scarred from that. Oh, you're so, you're so okay, unfortunate, so, Burke. That sucks so for, for you. Those oh. of you. For those of you who know our mom, she's the nicest, kindest woman in the entire world, best mother in the world. But she, this is a classic no bloom move to book two flights one way or... Uh, or wrong like airport. Everything. Or wrong. Okay, so here's another another good mom story. Or a good mom story. I had a weightlifting meet, and the rest of the family was going to go visit our grandparents up in New York or Connecticut. And 
I had my way lifting me, and mom says, okay, because it's in Fort Lauderdale, we're going to drive down to Fort Lauderdale, and we'll meet you at the airport. So I'm like, okay, so I finish up my meet. It's pouring rain outside. I'm waiting outside for my Uber. The Uber's about to pull. The Uber picks me up at, at school after my meet and uh, is about to drop me off at the Fort Lauderdale airport. I get a call from mom and dad that says, mom told you the wrong airport, it's West Palm. So now I'm like an hour, about an hour away from the airport. The flight's taking off an hour and 10 minutes. And now I'm like, mom, what? Like, how'd you mess this up? And then she starts screaming at me about it. <laughs> yeah, she, I literally, she gets flustered. I'm like, what? Why am I getting yelled at for this? What did I do? And that's, I will say, Burke is the worst at handling these kind of situations because he just gets so mean, you know, about it. <laughs> but Burke's like, no, I'm so pissed. Screw you, mom. <laughs> but I was so mad. I just sprint through the entire airport. Sprint. I was sweating my ass off. I hadn't eaten all day. Mom got me like this, like cheese pizza from like one of the little like shops in the airport. And I was just like, sitting on the plane, drenched in sweat, and my clothes were so cold because of the pouring rain. And I just made it on, they held the door for me, and a three and a half hour flight in drenched sweatpants and a sweatshirt, eating my shitty pizza, just so beyond angry. So, Berg, I understand exactly how you feel when mom double books you from New Orleans to book. She doesn't mean it, but it may be the worst feeling. Yes, it is the worst. <laughs> but then book the your own fucking flights, guys. Book your own flights. I, that's why every time every she was like nine. Flight, every time she books a flight, like thank you, but I ask three times, did you do this right? Um, oh, here's another. I, here's another funny dad thing. Yeah, you ready for this one? Because I was, I said Bert's nine. For some reason, yeah. when our dad <laughs> says our ages, our real ages is Brownson's twenty four, I'm twenty two, and Bert's eighteen. But for some reason, when dad says our ages, he he always says my age correctly. And then he emphasizes or he exaggerates on how old Bronson is. Like, Bronson's 26, Bryce is 22, and Burke's, what, 14? He like totally. Because Burke totally still is a baby. Burke. Burke's nine in real life. Even though he's in college, <laughs> Burke is a seven year old boy. <laughs> no, he is nine. He's nine years and three months. <laughs> I want to go back to something you said oh, when you were saying, Bryce, that like you talked dad down from being extra mad at Burke or whatever. Have you noticed you might just be starting into it, Bryce? So I'd be interested to hear what you think. Have you noticed your relationship with dad changing as you've aged and now that you're out of the house? Yeah, I mean, 100%. Every year of college, it changes definitely. And they get older and like more mature. And it's more like, instead of like fully, I mean, he's always a parenting figure, but it's more of like a parenting figure as well as like, I don't know, if, even though we're not closer in age, because we both age at the exact same rate, it feels like we're closer in age. Right. Yeah. Like you, the relationship changes. It's so interesting. Like, dad comes to me like with questions. And not just like how to work the TV kind of questions, like questions and advice and shit. And it's, it's weird. And so, I mean, I feel like I always 
had more of that than you two just because like that was always my relationship with mom and dad for some reason maybe just because i'm the oldest well but, you're also like mentally you're like 63 <laughs> yeah but i think they've always like come to me with help for things but now it's like life advice like they ask me like what that i think they should do in this situation and i'm like i'm not like you're the parent you should be the one like I, it's just such a weird dynamic change in the relationship not in a bad way i like it it's like a peer-to-peer relationship now as opposed to like a parent like i don't think dad has parented me in years in terms of like telling me what to do or yeah because you also live on your own you know like you pay your own taxes and stuff you're full right adults. but you think when burke is my age he's i feel like that won't be their relationship he's still no burke's still gonna need parenting Whoa. Also, I've been I've been living three months on my own, and um, on your own, but really dad pays all your bills. <laughs> Not on your own. I just cooked myself a nice meal. Oh yeah, that you that you <laughs> FaceTimed me. You FaceTimed me watching earlier to figure news. out which chicken you should buy or which bread you should buy. Uh, that I was the first week I went grocery shopping. Browns, and when you were when you were talking, I coughed and I coughed a part out. So I'll, edit and make it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll, I'll go back in the edit and see if it made it in there. Let me know if you can hear it. Okay. That's great. This whole thing's got to stay on. <laughs> <laughs> so should I tell the funny dad uh, curfew story? Sure. What's your driving? Okay. So do you hear how over the top Jonathan S. Bloom is? Uh, there was one day, I think it was like me and a couple of my friends from high school. I just got my license a couple months prior and I think I'm a sophomore in high school and we're heading back from a party and like, obviously I didn't drink and I'm driving and uh, it's curfew for soft or curfew for a 16 year old kid in the state of Florida. I think it's 11 PM and it's like 10 30 we have plenty of time to make it home, and I know I can't be late. But I, all my friends are in the car. I'm like, "Oh, let's grab McDonald's because there was a McDonald's right by our old house." And you can't we stop not. at the McDonald's. So we stop at the McDonald's, and uh, we're leaving the McDonald's at probably like ten fifty eight or ten fifty nine. Pull into the driveway at like eleven o two. Get into the house at eleven o three. Think nothing of it, right? Because Kirby's eleven. Thought nothing of it. Dad then is sitting, there's like, it was so classic. There was like a big chair. Dad's sitting in the chair with the lamp on, just waiting for me to come <laughs> home, like in a movie. And he's like, what time is it? And I'm like, I don't know, 11. And he's like, nope, it's 11.03. I'm like, okay. And he's like, you guys stopped at McDonald's? I'm like, yeah. Why? And he goes, you have three minutes late past curfew. I'm like, um, I'm sorry, that like didn't mean to be late. Like we just got out of McDonald's. And he was like, give me your car keys in front of all my friends. And I'm like, ah, oh, dad, like this isn't necessary. It's three minutes late. I'm sorry. It won't happen again. And he goes, nope. Three minutes late. <laughs> he goes, every minute you're late past curfew is a week. You've lost your car. Wow. So that's so my harsh. Car keys. He took my car keys for three weeks. I couldn't drive my car because I was three minutes late because I got my friends McDonald's on the way home. Yeah. That- and that's when I was like, I was like, all right, guys, I'm messing around. This sucks. But don't you think he's gotten so much better with that stuff? Like, imagine if Burke 
was the way he was, but he was the firstborn child. Like imagine if Burke was going through high school and Bryce, me and you were the younger brothers. Burke would have been in military school. <laughs> yeah, he would have. Bryce and I like paved the way for Burke so much that like Burke probably wouldn't have survived if it wasn't for me and you like setting that up and making him lean. (laughs) Shut up. Don't say that's cap on the podcast. Yeah. (laughs) I will say Bronson helped me with just like in-house things, like just like normal, like growing up things. He helped with like calming dad down, I guess. I was like a mediator a lot between mom and dad and you two. I agree to that. But I will say, I had to fully pave my own path on the party scene of high school. Yeah. That you, you absolutely screwed me with as the older brother. <laughs> That's true. I, I screwed you in that way because I didn't do any of that shit. So mom and dad were like, oh, this is how high school is. It's easy and, yeah. and our kids don't not do that. Not only did you not <laughs> pave a path for me, you paved the path that was like, high school is coming home on a Friday night and not leaving the house until Monday morning for school. <laughs> <laughs> I paved the, the wrong path for you. I'll admit that. Yeah. And then, and then you'll be like, yeah, I'm going to go see a movie tomorrow night. And they'd be like, oh, with who? What time? Like, are you going with the girl? And you'd be like, no, there's just a movie that interests me. I'm just going to go watch it by myself. <laughs> Matinee special. <laughs> yeah. I, I was not like that in high school. I've I've grown. I've you, you wait like what you mean? Cool. Yeah, yeah. No, on, I, <laughs> I I honestly peaked in like seventh grade. Yeah, Whoa. when you were dating, you in seventh you were grade, dating Ali Beck. I was the coolest Sorry. kid. Sixth, fifth, sixth, and seventh grade. I was the coolest kid. I hit puberty before anyone. I was the tallest well, in the grade. That, that was fifteen years ago. Right. That's why I'm saying I peaked then. <laughs> No, that was a high peak. We're, we're proud of you, Brown. Was, I was the number one coolest kid in the grade. I had the first kiss never, in never a fifth grade Pinecrest. I was the first kiss of the grade. I had the first girlfriend. <laughs> first kiss of the grade. Yeah, and my first kiss was at a bat mitzvah, and mom and dad were there, and AJ Felberbaum and Jake Goldstein pushed my head into Ali Becker's head. And our lips touched, and they pushed our lips together, and that was my first kiss. And then they Jesus, ran. Like that every time you go to bed, Bronson. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then, <laughs> and then they ran. So we kissed like in a, in like outside of the ballroom, and then they ran into the ballroom and were yelling to mom and dad that we kissed. That is hilarious. Yeah, that was sixth grade. I'd I'd talk about my first kiss, but not only is my girlfriend gonna listen to this, but she's <laughs> sitting next to me and she'll probably freak out at me. So <laughs> she goes about what kiss? Uh-huh. <laughs> first kiss. First kiss. Why are you talking about that? Because Bronson's first. Jesse, kiss. Well, welcome. I'll play, later. I'll play later. She can't hear you because I'm on headphones. Okay, good. But now she's probably gonna get mad at me. <laughs> what did you say? You just said Jesse. All right, let's move on. Okay. Um, <laughs> all I hear is, all I hear is, I'm not crazy. Yeah. <laughs> all I can hear is, I'm not crazy. <laughs> That's what a crazy person says. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, Burke, so I have a. Yeah, Burke, who was your first kiss? Yasmin. 
never forget. Jackie Pascal. <laughs> <laughs> Burke still, Burke still talks about Yasmin to this day. <laughs> you dick. <laughs> I almost got mono on mine. Remember that? I do remember that. Bryce's first kiss almost resulted in a mono scare. Samana. Um, I think we should talk about the video that you sent to me and Burke the other day, Bryce. Oh my god. Okay. I have to, I have um, to send that into my friend groups at home and here because it was just too much to look at. So I'm I'm gonna so play my- I'm gonna play the video for the audience and, to hear, and then we'll let them guess what they think it is. Yeah. So Bryce sent this to me and Burke in our group chat, which mainly is just for TikToks sharing. We share TikToks back and forth. Bryce sent this video with no context. He just sent it. Wait, no, wait, wait. Did you guys know who Naked Martin was before? Because I did. No, I didn't. No, no, but don't say anything. Don't say anything. So, So it's just a video, and I'll play it, and then we'll describe what's happening. Congratulations to Alex and Gail on getting married. Have fun in Hamburg. Oh, yeah. Okay. Where are people watching this? They No, we just want them to hear it. What's oh, his wait, name on, wait, the video's on still going. Margaret, Jamie or something? Video's Jamie still going. The video's still going. Okay, so you heard that. Now, what would you think that that video was? A nice man just wishing someone happy birthday, right? So I'm going to play it from the top, and I'm going to describe what's happening in this video that Bryce sent to us. <laughs> So it starts, it's a naked man, and you see his full penis, uncircumcised, hanging between his <laughs> yes. legs, and he's bald. He's, not, he's, he's, he's 65. What? Yeah, he's about 65. Yeah, he's, he's, he's an L, an, probably 55, 60, I would say. And so I'm going to play the video again, and I'm going to describe what's happening. So he's standing there, facing the camera. His dick is just hanging between his legs. He's in front. And now that sound is his dick hitting his thighs. Now he reaches under his taint. And it it looks like he's grabbing something. So his hand is like reaching back to his asshole. And it looks like he's grabbing something. And now he shows that he has a a piece of shit in his hand. And then he smears it. He smears it on his face and then gives a thumbs up. And now his face is covered in shit and the video ends. So Bryce just sent that to us unannounced. I mean, one of my friends, Isaac Woods, just sent it to me and I thought it was hysterical. So I sent it to you guys. I would love to hear dad's reaction to that I was going to send it in the family group chat, but I feel like dad would have gotten pissed at me for mom seeing that. Yeah, he would. So I didn't. But dad loves when I send the picture of that giant black porn star who passed away a while ago. The well, naked guy. If, if that's all that I'm testifying, I think you would love it. <laughs> yes, you said you wouldn't. I think that's an issue is that dad's favorite stand-up comedian is Daniel Bosch. Oh, it really is. I got multiple texts from people from the first episode saying, does your dad really watch Tosh.0? <laughs> oh my God. I think that's a huge issue. That needs to be figured out. His favorite comedians are Tosh Point or Daniel Tosh and um, Jeff Dunham. <laughs> Those are his favorite comedians. <laughs> Did you also, also you almost just said that 
you almost just said that Daniel Cash's first name is Cash, but his last name is Cash. I, I corrected myself. <laughs> Honestly, he should change his name to that. It'll he'll get more recognition. <laughs> Jeff Dunham, that's amazing. And Dane Cook. And Dane Cook. Yeah. But Dane Cook back in the day was. The yeah, top. Dane Cook was OG back in the day. He was like, great. Cool man shit. Yeah, he was great. Um, yeah, that was so All right, we are just at about an hour. I think we had some good conversation about Dad. We had some good conversation about other things. I think Dad Dad was very upset when I told him that I was doing this episode without him and that he couldn't do it. But he can't even speak for more than two minutes without going into a coughing fit. So I told him he couldn't come on. Um, but you know, we got to give the fans what they want. All 160 of you. <laughs> I already know dad's going to listen to this and I'm going to get a call two minutes later. <laughs> yep. Berkey, do you really think that, do you really think of me like that, Berkey? About all these hypotheticals. Oh, Berkey, you're screwed for fake drinking alcohol. I, I think <laughs> we could have gotten even more. I, I know, you guys. You know, I have two dad, things. Dad's going dad's gonna to ground me from 3,000 miles away. Yeah. He's going to check my life 360 and see if I leave my little room. Yeah. Check my life 360. So two two things. One, I think we should do a brothers episode like this every so often. Uh right. like maybe like every 10 Well the next one we'll do will be when we're all on for Thanksgiving. Yeah. I think yeah. that that would be a good idea to do like an outside perspective on daddy issues, you know, like our it daddy issues without daddy <laughs> saying the word daddy is so uh, funny <laughs> don't ever say that again that was Literally so creepy and then, oh my god no, cancel the podcast yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah that was weird i didn't like that another idea two other things that i want to do on the podcast which if listeners are still listening by the end you know these will be upcoming episodes so you'll get a little sneak peek of what's to come i want to do uh, like once a month or once every six weeks have another father and son on and talk about like their dynamic, their issues, what like their relationship. But I, I think that'll be, that could be interesting. And then the best thing, which I didn't tell you guys about, but dad approved it. And I said, the only way I'll do this podcast is if this happens. And he said, okay. And so I think we said once a month, we'll see. So every four or five, we'll say every fifth episode, Dad and I are going to drink together live on the podcast. Oh God! So well, I, I, I said I to like, I out. said drink till we get drunk, and he said, "Well, not not that far, but I, but you know, once <laughs> you that far, that'll be one one beer for Dad." Yeah. <laughs> But I think that'll be very interesting. Oh, what are you laughing about? That'll be two beers for you, bro. Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> I think this was a good episode. Thank you guys for filling in as last-minute replacements for Dad. But I think we should turn this into a recurring thing, a recurring episode every so often. And I think we can get even deeper. Like, we got into some good stuff about Dad, but I think we can get even deeper, which will be interesting. Down for that. Sounds good. I'm down. I'm down to get deeper into daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm and let's end the podcast. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you to all our 160 listeners. Shout out to South Africa. We love you down there. Uh, you have heard. Uh, we'll see you next time. <laughs>